Welcome to episode 58 of the Fantasy Lens Podcast. I'm John, joined by Anthony and Brian. For this week's episode, I did a chart seeing how many, well, basically how consistent each running back is, how many big games they had, and how many explosive games they had, and also looked at their points per touch. So we'll get to that in a little bit. Let me see the difference. Let me hear your um, explanation of uh, explosive and big. Well, Big's like more than 20 explosive. Explosive is more than 30, no, I'd right. say. Uh, but before we uh, get deep into that, let's go over some of the injuries and news that have been uh, mounting the past couple days around the NFL. Biggest one, at least in this podcast universe, I guess, is Odell Beckham. Maybe out for a couple uh, regular season games, Brian. Well, how, uh, how how cheesed off are you? Right I don't now? think it's the biggest one in just this podcast because yeah, I, I was going to say it's like thing, posted yeah. all over ESPN. They can't. Well, I'm just saying like the biggest of the ones that we're going to run through in this year. Yeah, like if we were if we were Raven centric podcast. Look, I'd be really so cheesed off if it, if I actually thought he was going to miss time. I don't think he's going to miss a game. I think he's just going to stay out the rest of the preseason and he'll be fine. I mean, it sucked watching it. Dad looked like he would have had a really bad knee injury because mm-hmm. the dude put his shoulder pad right into his knee and it bent back. Um, that's that That's that Gronk hit that you hate to see. Uh, it's legal, yes. I, I don't know if anything that's legal is dirty. That's a, like, I always find it weird no, to say that, but it is annoying, especially since he's not Gronk. He's, it's so easy... You could tackle him by wrapping him. You don't like Gronk. You have to chop that big tree down. But it's also that that's pretty much what's ruined his career so far. And not that Gronk doesn't have an amazing career, but he's always getting people just diving at his knees. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, just because it's legal doesn't necessarily mean it's not dirty or not like a little like shady. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like I saw it was weird. I saw a bunch of people like people on Twitter like. Guys were like, "That's a dirty hit," and the, like the response for, you know, whatever, like you know, NFL chuds or whatever, was like, "Oh, it's legal. It's still, you know, it's not dirty. Yeah. If it's legal." Or this is football. Like, yeah, like no, it can still be very dirty. Like you can have a dirty legal slide. Like, yeah, the slide the Utley thing. Like that Chase Utley. Yeah, the Utley slide was very completely easy, comparable. Very I think it's it's completely comparable to that. I, I that. Different sports, but I would compare it to that. Where, yeah, it was if it they called it a legal play. I don't think you get too mad at him, and it's not baseball where somebody could just headhunt this dude next time they see him. But uh, yeah. I, I think it's very comparable. Where fine, you did it. Um, you sh- I guess you can't harp on it, and it sucks that you injured the best player on our team. Possibly the league, but. Um... But yeah, I mean, I, um, like I said, the the first four weeks, anyways, the past couple of years, he was he doesn't start off that strong, anyways. So the only thing I'm worried about is if he misses the last couple of weeks of camp, does that will that delay his slow start to like five and six, or do you think it's not gonna matter? I, I mean, I don't know if that's you can. That was only that last point. year. I mean, his first year he was injured the first four weeks, and he still we, got his his, sec- his second year he he. Sort of slow for him as well, and then just took off. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, he's gonna 
He's going to come around. He's going to have the stats at the end of the year, regardless. And also, yeah. if I rather you start off slow and dominate the playoffs build and build up, yeah, yeah, I'm not worried. Look, if if it looks like the way it is right now, and he seems okay, and you know, they said what it's a sprained ankle and MCL, yeah. um, sprained ankle. I, look, he's still a top tier first yeah. round pick for me. I mean, I wouldn't be. I, I mean, maybe this might help you get him. If you're five or six, yeah, you know, that's like, true. That would be great. Like if you're lying at six and someone's afraid to take, o, you know, Odell Beckham and they take like, you know, Jordy Nelson over him or uh, Mike Evans over him, fucking snatch up ODB. I mean, that's yeah. that would be fucking awesome. I don't think he's he missing fell. a game though. I, I think, I mean, you never know. With sports, you, with these reports, you have absolutely no clue which ones are true and which ones aren't, unless it's a trade, and then you know because people aren't just going to say like. This trade happened when it didn't, so you don't you don't fucking know with these things. With somebody saying, "Oh, somebody on the team said he might miss a week," that might be a player on the team who's pissed about the hit and be like, and says to a guy, "Oh, the this fucker might have cost us a week." Like that must that might have been all the information he's going off of. We don't know because they never name sources and they never give a definite answer in sports reporting. It's just like, "Oh, this maybe happened." And you're like, okay, whatever. So I really don't think he's missing a week. He walked off the field. I think he's crouched down in the tunnel, which also when people say, like, he's a prima donna for that, he's in the tunnel. He, like, what? He's, he's not even in front of cameras on the field anymore. It's not his fault that somebody has a camera in his face in the tunnel. But uh, I thought that was more because he thought he had a concussion. Um, but I don't know. I think he'll be fine. Hmm. I think he's making week one. I don't think he's going to miss the Cowboys game. Fair. Uh, moving on to another uh, skill position player out for the rest of the preseason is Danny Woodhead. Aww. The uh, the grittiest little running back that was. He's got a hamstring injury, which you never know with running backs. You know, yeah. That could take a while to heal, depending on severity. Worse for a receiver, uh, though, I think. A little. Mm, I, guess. Uh, I think it's think it's, it's shit so for bad, both. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and then also sticking in the Ravens family, Joe Flacco is still out. I mean, I don't know if he's even was he QB three? Like, well, no, yeah, you don't. I don't think that's somebody. He's more for paying attention to other people on the team. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, if both of those guys are out, they're off. That offense, that offense, got suck regardless. Who's the one wide receiver who said they had the best? Trio in the league with Wallace. Uh, I don't even. I can't even remember who the other two are. Like Perryman, Kamar Aiken, Aiken, and is it Prashar uh, Perryman? Yeah, isn't Perryman? No, he There's, was. Oh, no, that was Perryman, Perryman, Wallace, and what was the third one? Aiken. Kamar. No, Aiken. no. There's Play another Aiken. one on there. There's like a name uh, on that team. Macklin. Oh yeah, Jeremy oh, Macklin. Oh my god, I forget about Macklin. All right, so Macklin, Shit Wallace, and Kamar Aiken or Perryman or I'd own Macklin. I'd be a I. I'd put him on my team. I just see like when I see him, he just like like when I've done mock drafts, he's like falling to the spot where like I may have decided to pick him. But he just the name looks so unsexy on such an unsexy looking offense that I just like, eh, let me take a you know, a chance on someone else, you know? Like, I guess it's for, the, for me, he just got to that point. Yeah. 
So. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Where there's a guy you just like more that's still available in that position, who might not get you the same amount of points, but you just want you'd rather take a chance on him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, throw a little habit on him. Um, <laughs> take a chance <laughs> nice. on him. I like that. All right, uh, going to another quarterback, definitely a lot more fancy relevant is Andrew Luck. I feel like not that many people are talking about. Him like not even practicing. Yeah, and I anymore. Well, yeah. far from being a lock from game one. Yeah, so. far from being a lock for like the first like. Yeah, he's somebody games. that I don't think is starting the first. I think he'll miss like two. My sources tell me that he he'll miss <laughs> two and a quarter. Because what are these sources you have? I mean, it doesn't matter because it, as long <laughs> as you say my sources tell me in sports reporting, everything goes. Ah, yeah, of course. Uh, I also had sources saying that he threw like he threw a, he was throwing like twenty yard twenty twenty five yard passes earlier this week. So, what are all these sources that need to be hidden for such like stupid information? I just never get it. It's like not wor- like you you think you would see it more in like whistleblower poli- political type or. Reporting. I mean, you do see it, but that's where you need it. Like, these bitches aren't whistleblowing things. Like, Odell Beckham might miss a week. I can't say my name, though, because this is <laughs> top secret information. It's such, it's such a weird thing. It's such, I think it's so agent driven. Like, I think agents control sports journalism. It's yeah, I, I can see them being. All the leads. Well, because yeah, they, they have their clients' yeah. well-being, and, and you know, yeah, they, they, the, the more money they can make for their client, the more money they make. So they don't want their client to look like they're hurt or you know, they're always like at peak form. So. It should just be called entertainment writing. I don't know if it should even be journalism. As a journalist, they, they pepper in like the. Uh, good long-form articles every now and then and talk about domestic abuse and stuff like that. But when it comes to just, like, straight-up writing about the league, it's like entertainment writing. Interesting. Interesting take. <laughs> okay. Uh, Maybe an article about that. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Freeman should be coming out of concussion protocol soon. They're taking it very carefully. So no reason, no reason to be worried. Uh, and then going to quarterbacks that suck, uh, Blake Bortles <laughs> is pretty much been benched already. And Osweiler. Well, that was, was going to be the next one. You kind of jumped in on that one. <laughs> well, put, put shit quarterbacks together. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, so, Maybe they can play uh, with each other and just, like, go to the CFL together or something. Yeah. Uh, I mean... That Deshaun Kaiser, Chet Henney, not going to pick him obviously unless you're in two quarterback. No, I mean that they're no nah, even in two quarterback league. It's it's yeah. I guess at that point, uh, I mean you have to. No, you don't have to. I well, mean, if you're in two quarterback leagues, twelve person team that's twenty four. That's twenty four quarterbacks. Yeah, and you have you have six quarterbacks you don't so. need. Yeah, oh, so they might oh. be on a list of six quarterbacks. Well, I mean, some people like to have three quarterbacks. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess at some point Kaiser and yeah. look, you really won't be. Comfortable with Kaiser as your number two? No, I mean you might get no. some rushing yards. It could he could give you some points yeah. through the run. He could look. He, and I'm you don't know how him. he might like. People are drafting uh, as much as I want him to start, but Watson, you don't know how long it's going to be until he starts. So 
That's true. I think it's going to be like, I mean, it's not going to be for injury. I think it's just going to be for performance. But, I mean, in my two quarterback league last year, someone drafted Dak in, like, the last round just because they thought, like, oh, Romo's definitely getting injured. So, Um, yeah. But other two, Kaiser over Henny. Yeah. If I I had to choose. Okay. Any any other thing you guys want to mention or... uh, you just want to dive into this. Let's uh, dive. This. All right. All right. So basically what I did is I took uh, the top 40 scoring running backs from last season. So no rookies, um, no guys that got hurt early in the season uh, weren't able to rack up points. All right. Let's, yeah, no, no, wood, let, no woodheads, no APs. Let's plug yeah. it in. Beep, pop, boop, boop. Okay. And then uh, I just took – and then, I mean, just for us to see it, I just did the average points. All right. Beep, boop, pop, pop, boop. All right, plugged in. Right, and then I counted the games that they scored above 10 points. Oh, boop, boop, boop. All right. The games scored above 20 points. Beep, boop, boop. And the games that scored above 30 boop, points. Boop, boop. And then the last column, which you'll see when we post this chart on Twitter and probably on our blog site, is points per touch, which is basically exactly what it sounds like. There you go. Took like the total points. Biggest calculation. Uh Divided by their uh, total rushing attempts and total receptions. And all right, the list we got it all. All right, so it's all, all good. Uh, it's all formatted and everything from Brian. Thank you for that. Um, all right, so the usual, so, like the top, what is it? Top like eight, pretty much. I mean, for the game scoring above 10 is what you would expect based on the points they scored. The only one I was surprised... I didn't realize LeGarrette Blount had a ridiculous year. Well, yeah, LeGarrette Blount was a top, yeah. like, top 10 running back because the, the Patriots were like, hey... Just touchdowns, touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, also, and they figured why, because the Patriots will never not convert on a one-yard carry, and they figured why risk Tom Brady injury with his sneaks... Just gave it to Blunt. They get they have the ball on the one yard line like eighty times Old in a time. season. <laughs> uh, well, look, I guess they're hoping that the Eagles are hoping they have the ball in the one a lot too because yeah. Uh, that's, that's all right, what I just want the the bit, the first thing that popped out for me is that David Johnson, after looking at this, is the clear number one running back. At least for me, after seeing this. 15 games above 10 points, although uh, Zeke had 15 to DeMarco Murray had 14. Uh, 11 games above 20. So that's more than half your season right there. You're getting a guaranteed 20. And then 5 above 30. So that's a, basically a third of your season. Oh, yeah, it is. If you make it. Yeah, if you make it all the way, yeah. It's 30 your season is Which is 30 yeah, plus points. Like, that is automatic yeah, that's, fucking yeah. destruction. Automatic fucking destruction. You hear, heard it here first. Yeah, no one else had more than two. Uh, and he was also the only one in double digits with more than 20. Um, let's see. And not even close. The next next highs was seven Se- yeah, by Elliot. By and, I mean, that Bell was- would have made it if he played all of his games. Yeah. I was going to say, let's not forget, Bell was suspended for, uh, what, four games. So Three, yeah. Three. Oh, my apologies. Three. So, like, he could have been closer in those categories. Yeah, you you figure you give him one more thirty plus and two more 
twenty plus, and he's like at eight and three. You yeah. push him ahead of Zeke, and but yeah, Johnson. I didn't even realize how guaranteed of a twenty point guy he was, and I had him too. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it became so it became so commonplace for you. You were like, "Yep, whatever." Yeah, exactly. Go out there, do do your thing, yeah. David Johnson. So, God um, damn it! I just want Johnson and Bell on the same team again. It was such a easy. It was the easiest fantasy season I've ever won. Yeah, it really was. Like you, because oh, man, everyone slept on David Johnson, and I, Bell was like, "I think my total points wound up being over two hundred more than the next person." Really? Yeah, it was something ridiculous where I was just blowing teams out every game, and it, I lost like my first three, I think, and that might have had to do with I don't know Le'Veon Bell being out, <laughs> and then I think I went on a tear and lost one for the rest of the season. All I know is I didn't even deserve to be in that finals, but I was there somehow, <laughs> and I got beaten like I knew I would. <laughs> 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 I I had no I had no hope for that. He game. got beaten like, like he knew he would. The only way I, I thought I had a chance if David Johnson and Le'Veon Bell both got injured. Like that was the only <laughs> Just chance I ran had. into each other like on the street. <laughs> Just yeah. <laughs> the only the, the only chance I had was them getting to a fight on the street and them each hurting their ACLs or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. The dreaded um like ACL tear fight. That's it. The only chance. Alright. Um, let's see. Oh. Another one, Frank Gore, not surprising. He's just, he's, again, super just reliable to get you 10, 12 points. And that's what I wanted to see most from this list when we, um, when we paid for your services to calculate it was that mm-hmm. guy who, um, gets the most 10 point games but doesn't average high. So, like, you're not gonna have to pick him high, but you always slot him in. So Frank Gore had 10 games over 10, but he only averaged, averaged 12 points a game. So he was getting 10 points almost every game. Like so yeah, that was, but that's all. Yeah. That's all he was doing. And it's just you you're not going to have to pick him anywhere near a high pick. Um yeah. but he had more 10 point games than other people that you're going to have to pick four rounds higher like Ingram and Ajayi and but JJ really did not impress me after looking through this list. Well, he had two 200-yard games, and that really propped him up. You also have to remember that um, he wasn't around early in yeah, the season. Yeah, him and Howard. It, him and Howard are almost the same thing as Bell, where they were around, but they weren't featured. So, um, so you have to... Howard, I think, like week three, he started really... Like, oh, yeah, he's our running back. And Ajayi, I think, around the same, so. But, yeah, he had, I mean, for JJ, he had average of 12.6, seven games of more than 10, and four games of more than 20, and one game of more than 30. You can you can see that most of his points came in a few weeks. And what I was well, doing, not most of his points, but a good part of his points came from. What I was doing, John, was, was sorting the games by 10. Ah, uh, okay. From top to bottom. Gotcha. So we knew... Who was that list? Okay. I'm just saying. I, I was trying to be assertive and show you who had the most 10 plus. Oh, games. I got my own list, yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, I could, you can't yeah. sort on your list because you have right. a piece of paper. <laughs> uh, let's see. Anyone else? Who else? Well, Tevin Coleman stood out. Him and Freeman were just a 
beast co- uh, combo in the backfield last year. Yeah, well, 1.18 uh, points per touches. Yeah. For Coleman, yeah. that's Which uh, is a thing that I wanted to bring up, actually, with uh, an article I read mm-hmm. saying that Tevin Coleman did have, it was like an extremely high rate of touchdowns per touch. Yeah, it, it's yeah. like a record type. So rate. it's like, you we got to... We gotta reel that back. But he was only eight touchdowns, though, so it's not. Un- but how many carry? But how how many touches? Well, was uh, it eight in the passing uh, game or? It was a lot. It was it was a very high ratio that you know is not going to withstand. And unless they decide to give Coleman more touches, all right. So he had eleven touchdowns add- total if you count the passing. So I don't think they're going to give. Coleman more touches than he had last year. There's no reason because they gave Freeman that contract. I don't think they contracts obviously... like that matter in the NFL. I... I don't think that's the type of league it is. It's a week-by-week league where you have to scheme and play the person that has the matchup and is playing well. They don't justify. It's not baseball where you're not like where your center fielder that you paid 20 million a year for has to start over <laughs> the rookie. Like it's not that type of sport. Football is completely results driven. I understand. I understand that that they have a, a league that's different, where like their money, their contracts aren't fully guaranteed the way other sports are. But he was given money, and he was given. Uh, I don't know how much it was. He was given guaranteed money, but they ha- they're showing faith in Freeman that I think that Coleman. Is maybe get the same amount of touches, but they're, well, but they're showing faith in Coleman too. You're not. What? How are they showing faith in Coleman? How? How are they Because they gave it to him. A, they still featured him a lot last year, okay, even though was, he was, was injured last, for a few games. Okay, that was last year. You, you, how are they showing faith in Coleman now? What are you talking about? Well, we haven't even started give, the did, season. How did, what, what? did they? Did they? Did they give him a contract? Well, he wasn't up for a contract. Yeah, that's you can't put it based on that. That's what I'm saying. You're not going to say they didn't give him a contract, so they're not show, So they're not going to use him. That's not how football works. Look, they they did. So you think they gave Freeman that money for no reason? They like Freeman a lot, and he's a good running back. That doesn't mean that they're canceling Tevin Coleman. Who's also an amazing running back out of their run game? That all I'm saying. All I'm saying is Coleman's not going to get more carries than he did last year, and those touchdowns are going down. I don't know if I don't know if you could say he's not getting more carries than he did last year. I don't know if that's a. Well, I don't know why you why. Why do you think he's going to get more? Because he. Because Freeman was healthy the whole year, and Coleman was injured a couple weeks. So if he plays the whole season, then he can get more carries. So you think they'll give less to Freeman then? They're going to give the same amount of carries that he would have had if he was healthy in those games. They're not going to box go, Coleman out. He's too good to box out. Look, you go you go right ahead and you draft your Tevin Coleman. I'll stay away. Yeah, I'll do the same thing as last year where he was amazing and my flex player and won and me a Joe, championship. And, and, uh, he won you nothing. So... Let's. Well, he let, he did. He that. had a lot of good games. Let, let let's just say you won because you got Johnson and Bell. You did not win. Um, and I drafted, and I had the smarts to draft Blunt and Coleman. So yes, I had you, a dearth of amazing running backs. Coleman was not the reason why you. Won. Well, the whole team was the reason why I won. I had, had a very good draft. Yeah, you, you, you actually had three players. Was the reason why you won. 
And so. Larry, me drafting Larry Fitz ahead of any of the other Cardinals wide receivers, that was pretty good. Hey, he, he sort of crapped out. Yeah, yeah but he held my team up in the first part. Uh, look, go, you draft Tevin Coleman. Enjoy it. Enjoy, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Go I on. will enjoy it. He's. I don't get why. I don't get your hate on Tevin Coleman. I I don't think he's gonna be sustainable. I don't think he's that good a running back. And I mean, he yeah. showed it though. Okay. I, how he showed it for a year? He showed it for more than a year. Has he? No. He's oh how what how is he not a good running back? I feel like every time I every time he touches the ball, something good happens. All right, fine. Look, then, then you draft him. I'm not gonna draft him. Right. Enjoy him. En- enjoy sure. him. Yeah, Brian, take him number one overall. <laughs> yeah, I just think he's so good. You also think, you also don't think Mark Ingram is a good running back? Yeah, I never said that Mark Ingram is not a good yeah. running back. Oh, I said Adrian Peterson back. is better. Bring it back. You, of course, yeah, that's stupid. Obviously, we know that's the only thing I've said every you time. Said you said you said you don't think Mark Ingram is a good. I running never back. said I that. Br- I said oh, Adrian man. Peterson. I've always said Adrian Peterson is a better running back. Yeah, I know you've said that, and I wish we had like enough followers who would actually go back and listen to tape because I'm not going to. The way you actually have stated that you don't think Mark Ingram is a good running back. When? 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 You said it recently. No, I didn't. I said that Adrian Peterson is better. I told you I'm not going. Then go back. If you're gonna, yeah, show us the proof. You have. No, you have to show us the proof. Wish we had, that's why I said I wish we had more listeners who would actually go back. And well, do you can't just. Well, Anthony said that Drew Brees is a bad quarterback. I know it. I have it. I wish I had listeners though that would go back and get Man, that. Yeah. Now you just. Now you just. Say, they sound stupid. Look, you have said uh, bad things about. I Martin. said that Adrian Peterson's a better running back. Yes, you have said that, but you've also That's all said, I've you, said, and that's oh, my reason man. why I rather have Peterson oh, is he's a better running oh. back, and he'll show it. That's so such bullshit. And you've it's always said bullshit. shit things uh, about Tevin Coleman. It doesn't make it's sense. It's so bullshit. Look, go fucking draft Tevin Coleman. Have fun. He's gonna be piece of shit this year, guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed. Fucking deed. You know what? Go ahead. Draft fucking waste. Waste a draft pick on him and watch him. How is it gonna be a waste? He's like watch, a ninth round. He's like an eighth round shit. draft pick. Yeah, yeah. Watch, watch him just shit the bed and Devonta Freeman fucking go off. Watch Devonta Freeman get hurt. Watch Tevin Coleman. I mean, fucking, cuss, so. Watch Tevin Coleman fucking be gone after one week. Um. All right. Let's go on to a uh, topic that we can all agree, Jeremy. Not not Jeremy. Hill. Um. In the same vein of the running backs on the same team going against each other, like who should you val- value higher? Let's go to the Jets with uh, Matt Forte and Bilal Powell. Both have basically the same amount of points, one sixty-eight. Both had six games in one ten, three games in one twenty. And Powell had one game of more than 30. Powell, and, I mean, that's going to help Powell's points per touch. Because yeah. he, Forte, way out touch. We all know Powell's the guy that drafts. Yeah, 0.89 versus 0.68. That's almost, like, stud level versus, like, almost, like... Powell is being so level. underrated, underdrafted, it's fucking ridiculous. And everyone's anti-Jets bias. And be like, oh, anyone just must suck, so they don't draft anyone. Look, They're I really like stupid. Powell. The yeah. only... Thing on him is he's been in the league for a long time, and he's never done anything. But he's like, oh my god! Like he he has they just for some reason they don't play him. Like he picks up the blitz, he doesn't fumble. I don't know. He catches it, he runs it. I don't, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why but I mean, fancy fancy players shouldn't be held responsible for the Jets not knowing how to coach. <laughs> Listen, 
Listen, the Jets fans have to be responsible for it. Everyone should have to be fucking responsible for it. <laughs> That's not a thing. That's not a thing. We can't. Nobody should ever have to be responsible for anything the Jets do. But, okay, so he's been in the league for six years. And, yeah, last year was by far his best year. He had 722 yards. Um, great yards per carry. And he's a good receiver, too. Solid, so solid let's just thrust him into the RB1 Jets and let's not even bother with Forte. And But who knows if they'll do that. Uh, <laughs> probably won't. If they're smart, Forte at best should be a change of pace back at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, let's see. But I would still draft Powell. I'd feel good if I had a, if I had like someone like a David Johnson or like a, you know, McCoy. I'd feel, I wouldn't feel too bad getting Powell as a number two. Yeah, because you know, at that point you ha- obviously. I wouldn't feel bad, but he receivers. is going as. I think you're overdrafting him as a number two. I, I like him as a number two, but he's going so low in drafts that he should be your flex. Well, I I would. I mean, what I'm saying is I wouldn't feel bad having him as a number two, but like you said, you're probably going to get him as your flex because he, like you said, he. I, we were both saying he's being under drafted, so. Severely undrafted. Severely. All right. Uh, all right. Any other any players that popped out at you, Brian, while you were looking popped at this? Popped out at me. It's moi. Um. Well, yeah. Besides, like the obvious, like guys over one. Yeah, one. Lamar and, Miller sucks. Like, That's what popped out at me. <laughs> <laughs> that he's yeah. everything is confirming that he is just. Yeah, like 19 in total points for running backs. Uh, only average 11 games. I mean, he had nine games over 10, which, I mean, look, there's something that Tevin Coleman could do, and he's not a he's not a starter. <laughs> um, and one game over 20. What's the difference between him and Todd Gurley? Who do you? I mean, who would you like? That I, the, they're, yeah, they're, they're pretty similar. I don't know. I, I guess the only difference is I saw Todd Gurley be a super duper star. But we've seen Lamar Miller have a superstar half season before. I don't know what the difference is. I, I don't want either of them. That's between that's... them. I think the difference is that Tiger is still young and not broken down, yeah. and can carry it for a full season. Where even if he only averages, you know, three point eight, three point nine yards a carry, he's going to get the ball a shit ton of times. So he's it may take him a bunch of carries, but he's going to get you, you know. 90 yards, 100 yards, or whatever. Um, so, like, that's where, like, his points per touch are super low, where it's almost as bad as, you know, Rashad Jennings, or as bad as Rashad Jennings, uh, he, almost as bad as Lamar Miller. But since he can take the, the beating, he can take, you know, going, you know, round after round against defense, he's going to get you those points eventually, but slowly. The, but if that offense sucks. To be honest, though, I mean... Not that I've seen any of their camp or whatever. I've heard that. I don't know. Yeah, again, I don't know how much sources because it's anonymous sources. It's sources. But they're saying Goff's looking a lot better, even though he's he struggled to understand how a solar eclipse works, which blows my mind. Oh my god! Um, Let me go on a go on, but I need a rant about solar eclipse. All right, you, you do that. <laughs> um, uh, and the this. The rookie Cooper Cup, who we haven't talked about yet, but could be a dark horse for the best rookie receiver. Um, like they're getting a lot of chemistry. They're 
their defense seems better. Like their lines yeah. are a little well. Better. They have Aaron, like, Aaron Donald, be, who's but the second best defensive player in the league, probably. Um, so that's the difference between Gurley and Lamar Miller. Now we can see if Lamar Miller, once Watson finally takes over the starting job over Savage, like he everyone expects him to, if that changes that offense, but. I'll take Gurley for a full season of plotting along than Lamar Miller starting off hot, falling off, falling off, getting injured, and being done. Well, there's there's outside concerns about both of them. Miller, um, you know, he just really didn't have anybody that would replace. He had Alfred Blue was the guy on his coattails, which means yeah. that you could suck and you're not going to get replaced because it's Alfred Blue and he sucks more than you. And um, but now he's got uh, third round, third round, right? third round pick which is low enough where yeah he might get some time was he second or third Deonta uh high round so we'll just say we'll just say high round pick so that's a concern that he might eat into some of the carries midway through the season I think Gurley's biggest concern is that well he got saved by Lance Dunbar getting injured because Gurley, all of Gurley's points last year came in the pass game weirdly, because and he wasn't even big in the pass game. So he had like forty catches. Yeah. I think. So if he doesn't catch passes and he runs like last year, then you're fucked because he's not going to give you anything. So you got to hope that he stays involved with that pass game. Alright. There you go. Here's my Eclipse rant. Since I had no, to cover it, I'm not I'm, I'm not bashing on anybody who thinks the eclipse is super cool. I think that like that's cool. I, I don't give I didn't give a shit about it. But um, also, everybody was saying once in a lifetime there's going to be another one in seven years. Let's not call <laughs> that a lifetime, uh, <laughs> unless you're like a Rottweiler or something. Um, Jeez, hating on dogs. Well, man. Rottweilers have a life expectancy of like eight nine years. They have heart problems, man. I know this. My dad is a Rottweiler. Um, but the amount of people... I, I had to cover an Eclipse event, and we also just covered it because it was such a big news story for some reason. And uh, the amount of people that thought the sun was different and would harm you during an Eclipse blew my mind. Even some yeah. people in the newsroom were like, well, it's extra... Right, and it's like, no, it's the same fucking sun. It's always been your whole life. You've been living on this planet. It's that sun that comes up every day and goes down every day. It's just this day you are more tempted to look straight into it because something cool's happening to it. Or any other day your body tells, your brain tells your body and your eyeballs, no, no, don't stare don't at that big at fucking ball of heat. I know, but it's unbelievable how many of them thought that. Even some news outlets were like, oh, just to be careful, put your pets away. And it's like, what do you mean put your pets away? Your pets aren't <laughs> going to stare at the solar eclipse. They're not interested in the solar eclipse. Like, your pets aren't going to be like, oh, yeah. Well, that's actually, a- eclipses, eclipses turn all pets into vampires, yeah. if you don't know. Al- Al- Allison made me lower the shades. Allison! Yeah. Just FYI. Come she's like, on. Low, she's like, lower the shades because I don't want zero. Oh, <laughs> no. Allison. <laughs> Allison, it's the same sun and the same moon. It doesn't do anything different. 
Um, well, I, I was talking it up for a while, so Zero might have been interested. Although, oh, yeah, see, okay, there you go. Like, like, the lighting did seem different the day. I don't know if it's just, like, my mind playing a trick on me. Last like, night's lightning? No, 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 no. No, oh, the, the lightning, lightning last night was insane. And thunder? I mean, oh I my saying, god. I thought you were bringing it up. I'm like, wow. That the was thunder crazy. was no, 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 no. nuts. No, was, my power went yeah. in and out all night. It was insane. <laughs> the lighting was different, you were saying? Now that I heard it. It just seemed like, like the lighting of like the morning seemed different. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, was, I was probably, it was probably just my mind playing trick on me, but. I, I have no idea. I was working. Mm-hmm. So was I. <laughs> um, Alright. Alright, we'll, we'll get off of the eclipse. The once yeah. in a lifetime ish event. It's just, yeah, it's not like Haley's Comet. Like it's like once every seventy-eight years, you're gonna see it pass by. I said that's what I was saying. I'm more of a I'm more of a um, comet shooting star guy myself. Yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> like, yeah, comet guy. Oh, like, <laughs> com- like, <laughs> for shooting stars, like you can't get a good picture of it because like they're so out of like unless it's like a giant meteor shower or whatever. Like you can't like. You can't frame up a nice picture of it and spend like three minutes, like you know, like lining up the pictures. Cause it's just like right streak across the sky and it's done. You need a telescope. Well, you can see shooting stars without a telescope. No, I know, but you can get a better view with a telescope. All right, yeah, but you're not going to be able. To, you you can't see a shooting star, pull out your pocket telescope, and then like look at it. I, how about this? If you're going, if you're traveling to go to any of these events where you're looking at celestial type shit, and you're not getting high, then you're you're doing you're doing planet Earth wrong. And that, like I there at least when I was at my event there's like these old guys that you know like go on hikes every day after they retired and they're like, Yeah, that guy's high. A bunch of uh old guys in Birkenstocks and Oh yeah. <laughs> A lot of Birkenstocks. Like just r- random paint spots on their shirt, like that kinda like just like that level of like not caring. Yeah, anymore. yeah. Like you're, you're done. <laughs> like you spend most of your life in nature now. What does it matter if you're dirty? Oh man, that's gross. Um, all right, I can bring up something from this list that I, of you probably expect me to bring up is uh, Jeremy Hill. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I had to. Obviously, the list of running backs. Yeah. Um, points per touch, really shitty. Point six eight. He had a lot of touchdowns. And it's still well, yeah, it's because he averaged really like shit. two and a half yards. To yeah, no, I, I know. I I, I post that multiple still times. Still better than Miller and Gurley. What points per touch? Yes, yes, it is, but less points, of course. We didn't play, play every game, but take out those, you know, three chances at the goal line to score, and then finally getting it on the fourth or you know whatever, like. His points per touch would be even worse. Take those well, yeah. those touchdowns. I mean, he's, still, he's still getting them. So those touchdowns aren't going to happen again. They're going to see that he's a shit running back. Oh, and yeah. now they have Bernard, who's re, um, healing faster than expected, and Mixon. Hill's not long for this world. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like if you listen to this, you're not drafting him. So Just saying, I had to bring it up on a list of running backs. Uh, People still draft him. Yeah. We're, um, let's we're so pro Hill on this. Latavius Murray's got to get out of here. I know it's point eight four, um, 
Yeah, Latavius uh, Murray, a very well, good. Very, uh, he surprised me at how high he was. Obviously, I mean, he better, like he's not going to have that great. Well, he had a lot. He had a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, um, a great offensive line, the Raiders. Um, that's going to change now that he's on the Vikings, where yeah. they the opposite of a great offense. I mean, they, they got a little bit better. They, they, I mean, they, they're still crap. No, and but, I mean, Dalvin Cook's actually like looking pretty solid behind it. Like, I don't think Latavius Murray is going to be able to equal that type of explosiveness. Or well, that's what I'm saying. Like, Dalvin Cook is a running back you want right now from the Vikings. Um, the line, like I said, has, is better than last year. Couldn't be any worse. And Cook is just... They, he looks amazing. He looks yeah. looks good. Latavius Murray. So, just get him out of here. He actually... Well, I... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Part him away. Uh, I ran a poll... I don't know, like last week or whatever, about like asking like which rookie running back is going to have the most fantasy points this year. McCaffrey, uh, Cook, uh, Fournette, and Nixon. And I was surprised, A, I was surprised Fournette won. And I was surprised that Cook got second. I think, I think that people, I think people, could, they're looking at like quote unquote bell cows, whereas Fournette might be, you know, the majority of the carries. Um, Delvin Cook might be the majority of carries. Yeah. People were worried that McCaffrey, even though explosive, Still has Jonathan Stewart to contend with. Yeah, but I just—I mean, it's if, no, you, I if I've watched the first half of their last preseason game just because I was bored and McCaffrey was playing, and McCaffrey just looks so good. looks explosive. And Absolutely. Actually, since we're on the topic, anyways, let's look at uh, a little bit of Jonathan Stewart Daily Show. Eight point nine average, seven games of ten, three games of twenty, an average. What the hell was yeah. that? Brian, looking at you. What? Uh, it just sounded like like you like snarled or something. I say it sounded like you ripped open a bag of chips or something. Well, that wouldn't be surprising. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I took a sip of beer. I heard like. Rawr. Yeah, I say, how do you sit? I don't know if that came uh, from my end, unless there's something creepy in this house with me. Maybe there is. I didn't yeah, do yeah. anything. Yeah. Okay. Uh oh. Uh, and Jonathan Stewart averaged point six three points per touch. Again, that's on the that's on the crappy end of the spectrum for and, and they, they had a really shitty offense. John, what was the average? Point um, eight one three. That's a good reference. For people, since we've been saying this PPT number, and you're just like, I don't know if this shit is good or bad. So why? Oh yeah. Okay, and also that is skewed in the higher direction because some people like James White had one point three three with not that many. Without that many points, just because he was a PPR beast. Uh, Jillsley, hey Jillsley, had 1.1. Again, same thing, PPR and touchdown beast. And Chris Thompson. Yeah, Chris Thompson, somehow, like a ridiculous number. Uh, well, that's because Chris Thompson only does touchdowns and catches. He doesn't run the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, so this, this that skews PPR running backs and. Heavy touchdown. Heavy t- yeah, heavy touchdown. Yeah. Exactly. Like I said, if Brian, Brian said before, if you really wanted to see who was better, redo bell cows and change the paces backs and just judge them by themselves. Mm-hmm. But bell cows on the left, pass catchers <laughs> on the right. It's usually how I do. Uh, Alright, so I just, I, I mean, I just, Jonathan Stewart's always been like that kind of middling. 
uh, I guess I'll pick him in the fifth round, but I really don't. Or fourth round, I was like, I really don't want to, but he's. Yeah, he don't totally pick him in the fifth. I, I don't think. So you totally did let him. Oh, I did. Yeah, you did. You can't, pick, you can't pick him before the ninth or so this year. I Look, Christian McCaffrey, he's a third round guy squarely now. I think There's just too much. I think he's going to go higher than He's that. getting drafted There's higher. There's too much now. excitement like, around him. For they're going to play him. They're going to touch. They're going to touch him all over. Give him touches my all over. That, my hope is that in my money league, well, my second now my my main money league is that those guys aren't really into like the hype of things like that. So I hope that since I have the the third pick, mm-hmm. that he falls back to me on the third. And I can go grab oh, him right there. Wrap around there. Yeah, I'm oh. really, I'm really. What are you gonna do to him? You're just gonna grab him right gonna there. Grab him right there. Um, like I said, in our we need drops, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that'd, yeah, that'd be a good one. Uh, in our in our mock draft that we did live on last week's episode, I got him. I think with my third pick on the wraparound. Yeah, we also had idiots like Keith and. Ken you got him third in uh, the third. I mean, no, I, was, I got him second. I think it's second pick in the third. The U.S. South, 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 South. Second and third. Third and um, third sounds cooler, John. Well, I mean, sorry, I'd like to be accurate, unlike you and your fake news. You. Oh, shit. Calling your fake news. Fake oh, news. Man. Fake news. My sources don't agree with that. <laughs> what sources? I don't know, man. Uh, sources. <laughs> Let's see. I have something. Go on. Uh, apparently, uh, your boy, who you thought was going to take over Fat Rob. Uh, Sumache. Not looking so good. No? Uh, apparently, yeah, things aren't looking good for him. So, if I was you... Expand on that? Uh, he looks really, like, just not ready for the NFL. And, like, he can't. Like, he just looks... And Fat Rob is apparently slimmed down. Looking better, hitting the holes. She's just Husky um, Rob right now. Yeah. Uh, well, he likes being uh, fat, Rob. But apparently, he's slimmed down a bit. He's running better. He's making you know moves. He's just looking more explosive. So, if I was someone drafting, I think having Fat Rob as your flex, even though he's being drafted lower than that, not bad because he's being drafted around the same time as. How do you say his name? I keep forgetting. Samaje. Samaje. So I at this point I'd rather have uh, Fat Rob just because of what uh, my sources are saying. My and, uh, sources are saying Perrine didn't look good in his okay. first preseason game and bounced back in his second. No, is that just preseason? <laughs> Where he it's, rushed eight times for forty-five yards and caught a pass for not thirty. Just, not just preseason. I'm just saying. Look, my sources say Perrine. Eats a lot of vegetables, and they think he's a good guy for it. He's gonna get a thousand yards based on all the vegetables he eats. I actually heard he does not like vegetables. I heard he eats a lot of asparagus, so his peas really stinky. Yeah, and he pees on sand, so like other people don't want to. Yeah, now th- that source is was right for withholding <laughs> their name because. You don't want to have to explain to Samaje why you know what his pee smells like. Pee smells. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I kind of know what a lot of people's pee smells I, like, so it's not I like, clean the bathrooms and... I clean the bathrooms in Washington and I make sure to sniff all the toilets after the well, athletes say, go pee. How else are you going to know if it's clean or not? 
right. Anyway, getting, getting away from smelling toilets <laughs> in, in Washington, D.C. Um, a few names on here that I... Smelling like to toilets in Washington, right. well, D.C. That sounds like a romance movie. <laughs> all, right, uh, all right. Getting off uh, peeing, let's go to Theo P. Dick. Um, uh, what? Uh, uh, get right. out of here. Uh, okay. uh, that will right, Give me the hook with uh, <laughs> the Apollo. Um, no, I was going to bring up, actually, the guy I was thinking of has the same points per touch as Theo Riddick, and Go that's off. Duke Johnson. Yes. Actually, they, they were very similar for me. Uh, them and Ty Montgomery, actually. 0.98. Yeah. Guys that didn't get the most work throughout the season, but you saw the potential and it reflected in those numbers. I'm not sure. See, Anthony will always love Duke Johnson and he shits on a guy like Coleman who was amazing. It uh, doesn't make any sense. Why do you always like Duke Johnson? He's never done anything. <laughs> and he's not even the number one running back. Is he? No, right? Not yet. No. But I mean, apparently they love him. All right, but Isaiah, Isaiah Crowell and you like Crawl, a surprisingly too. good season. I'm not a Crawl fan. Uh, not, not oh really? Because if we had fans, I could get them to go back and say how much. How yeah, high? <laughs> yeah. Let, also, let, let you, let, let's kill the shit out of that one. <laughs> yeah. Fucking serious. How, also, how come we've never called Isaiah Kroll the Kroll Show? Um, I think like five. I think like five people. Would yeah, and people don't uh, really care about the Kroll Show. No one cares. I care about it, Brian. I mean, look, I love Nick Kroll, but not a popular like, show. Not, yeah, I mean, I loved it. Don't get me wrong. It was a very popular show in my universe. Unless you, like, uh, if you're trying to put together that skit that Tosh used to do when when he would uh, always call a show a different um, canceled Comedy Central show. Now, uh, it wasn't canceled. They decided to end it. Also, how how's Tosh.0 still going? I haven't watched that thing in, yeah. like, five years. And I I'm, always see I'm, commercials that's like, new Tosh.0. I actually watch every episode. Really? Do you really? Yeah, yeah, I do. Is I it actually, still good? I love the show. I mean, I used yeah, to love still... it. I, it was just too much to keep up every. It's like America's yeah. Funniest Home Videos for. They do like they do like forty episodes a season, uh, forty episodes a year. Well, yeah, they do like so, eight so episodes. Much. They do epi- eight episodes. They break for like four weeks. They do like another eight episodes. They break for four weeks. And, you know, like, so do they call each eight episode thing a season. So no, I think it's like, like no, I think it's every, every two. Like Maybe I have to start watching it, watching again because it's not like I stopped liking it. I just was like, I can't keep up with this shit. No, nah, I mean it's the same. It's funny. Um, I, I just find his humor really, really good. I mean, I love his stand up. So. Same here. What John and I saw him in college, and it was so amazing. Uh, it was like right before he hit it big, and like he did like all new stuff, like stuff they he did killed in specials. It. Like then it, it was, was it was perfect time. It was right before he hit it big. And right before um, college became a bunch of vaginas and people that can't take jokes. Oh, God, I hate that. I remember <laughs> one of the things was like, it was like right after um, uh, Rihanna got beat up by Chris Brown. He was like, so is it too early for a Chris Brown Rihanna joke? And like everyone laughed. He's like, oh, guess not until like. Nice. I mean, it was, it was pretty funny. I did awful job explaining it, but. I love that kind of shit, though. Like, that's why like I love uh, Anthony Jeselnik. Because he just don't give a yeah. fuck. Like, he will just destroy whatever. I mean, it's Well, it was great. one of the things he was... 
he was talking to the crowd and he's like, we're going to play Duck, Duck, Goose until that guy catches one of us. And he pointed to the only guy in there in a wheelchair. <laughs> oh, I saw, um, I saw a comedian at the Stress Factory a couple weeks ago and Rich Voss and it was really good. And it was the perfect was comedy awesome. setup I've ever seen where, uh, so the Stress Factory is like a comedy club, like your classic stone wall background and, just like a perfect yeah. place for com- comedians to go and try out new jokes and just be filthy. And, place is awesome. Yeah. And he was talking about this guy in the crowd who was, like, didn't have the best attire. Like, just really, really dorky style. And he was, like, ripping on him. And then he points to his girlfriend and, like, saying jokes like, how are you still with this swamp monster? And, like, talking to her for, like, 30 seconds. And he asks her a question and she doesn't respond. And then he goes, excuse me, I'm looking right at you, and you're not talking back to me. And she goes, you're looking at me? I'm sorry, I'm legally blind. (laughs) And the audience lost it, and he just honed in on her and, like, joked about her for about five minutes straight and the boyfriend. And it was unbelievable. And it was like, oh, this is perfect. I'm so sure the blind girl's in the front row. And... (laughs) This just happened. It was really good. <laughs> oh man, that's fucking funny. Who was the comedian? You know, Rich, Rich Ross. Voss. Oh, Rich Ross. I'm sorry. Good, good listening skills, Anthony. I'm, I'm legally deaf. But yeah, he, he was really good. He was very fil- He was very filthy. He said "pussy" like 300 times. In one, in one joke, it wasn't even a joke. He was just like talking, and he was like, I don't know. He was saying "pussy" a lot, and he was like, you know. If I came down in the middle of the night to my kitchen to get a snack, and a giant pussy was sitting there, I'd beat it away with a broom. <laughs> and I was just like, it's just so out of blue. And you could tell that it's just, like, he's just fucking trying things. And if he gets a good laugh, he might incorporate it into a special or something. But I love those types of places. Yeah, Stress Factor is great. I, I've only been there once, but I enjoyed it so much, like, I really want to go back. I went. I went there um, once, and somebody was getting offended, and like yelling, and the whole place was just booing at him. And it's like you can't you go, go to a comedy, comedy club. club. Yeah, a comedy show club, mostly a comedy club though. Yeah, anything like goes. Yeah. Anything goes, unless like you're really trying to harm someone. If that makes sense, like if you're, no. if you're like the only thing I've ever seen that I was like, oh, that's over the line was Kramer, but he seemed like he had a nervous breakdown just started, and just couldn't stop yelling the N-word. Like, he wasn't joking anymore. Yeah. He was, like, real yeah. serious. Yeah. So That was, uh... Yeah, that was kind of, um... Yeah, besides that... Not good for everyone. Yeah, unless, like, your wires snap like his did, and you just yell the most offensive word over and over and over again. It's usually... Everything goes. Yeah, it's pretty much fair game. Yeah. Alright, speaking of fair game, let's go to little Sean McCoy. He, uh, I was... Segway master! I was not expecting him, uh, to be, like, my solid number, maybe even three now with, you know, who knows how far Elliot's gonna drop because of the suspension. Actors, because .96 points per touch... Uh, let's see. Average 17, 13 games above 10, 6 above 20, and 2 above 30. Like, 
that's all in line with Bell and Elliot and the guys that you would big expect besides. Yeah, Johnson. I mean he's he's, he's a good running back. Um, I say I just think he gets he he gets underrated constantly. I feel like. Well, he's got a lot of miles on him, so I think that's my yeah. biggest concern. And he does like to be always questionable. Yeah, and sometimes just not play. <laughs> so yeah, I mean look, um, but if you want to bring it to Elliot. The suspension hearing is on the 29th. I'm sure they'll have uh, results very soon after that. So if you're drafting posts that date, you'll 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 have some, you know, idea of what's going to happen. I mean, I do feel it's going to get reduced, um, but you know, if you're drafting before that, if you're a little worried, yeah, McCoy is a guy who yeah he produces I and mean, he touches the ball. Yeah, he he's points. very he good. Points. Look, I mean, he's he has almost 2,000 rushes in his career, and he's played eight seasons, so the mileage is the only right, thing that yeah. concerns me. I mean, he's not as undurable as we make him out to be. Uh, the, the, the shortest season he's ever had is 12 games. I mean, he played 15 right. games last year. He just had the Q tag every game. It's, just, it's the question. Yeah. It's just a week-to-week like struggle of you know stress. Like, will your top running back play? Yeah, it was so oh, weird. I can't. I, I have. I had no clue that he played 15 games last year. If, if you could, if you could deal with that, then you're gonna have a solid number one running back. You know, possibly a num- you know the number three drafted overall. Although probably not. If I think if Elliott drops, people will start drafting Antonio Brown and uh, you know wide receivers before. before look, I mean, he's uh, he's not a bad option. For three, I'm not. not I'm, it's not gonna. I'm not gonna say that's a bad pick. I agree. I agree. There's so many options now that Elliott's gone. With that, it's him. It's him. Beckham, Brown, Julio. Like you, you, but I think it has to be one of those four. Yeah. Unless you're really, I'm really into Howard, but even I don't think I would pick him with the third pick. At three, that's no, tough. No, no way. That's I mean, nice. I, I think you could just hope around. You come back around and pick two running backs in the second and third round when it swings back. I'd have to I see think how, that's what you I'd have to see how the draft goes. But yeah, Howard's more of a like a seven to twelve pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, well, I, I I'm very high on him, but I agree with that. I mean, look, I would if I had him, if I was in the. Yeah, you know, like I say, say, even six to twelve. I was number six, and the way it falls, Howard's there. You might. Yeah. I wouldn't feel bad. How, six, how yeah. six if McCoy one. and Howard are both there. That's a that's a conversation that you can have. You know, like Howard's a good running back. Yeah. We saw it last year, and he's on a bad team, and he still produced. I mean, so is McCoy's gonna be on. No, a bad but team. I'm saying is he on a bad team and still produced. Oh, the way but, I have it is, first round, the only running backs I'm picking are Bell, Johnson, McCoy, Howard, and Freeman. Not Elliot, if if his suspension uh, gets reduced. Well, yeah, yes. If his suspension gets reduced, if it doesn't, then I don't think you can first round because it's half a season. That's what if it? What what if it go? Well, six games, not half. A season. Well, it's half of fantasy season. Yes. And yeah, I guess so. If you're doing twelve teams, thirteen, yeah. So okay, so twelve. All right, all right so let's say it gets reduced to four. Yeah, then I pick him That's, at the uh, end of the first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Sort of like if it gets reduced to four, four, he's a first round player. All right. Yeah, definitely. I would even yeah. I would even consider picking him top five if it gets reduced to four. All 
Because you saw this with is, with Bell last year. It was three games and how much it helped this, you. But exactly. six and isn't like, like, enough where if you first if you don't have your first round pick for six games, that's enough it could sink your season. Yes. Yeah, and, and you say you know, we say draft McFadden in the ninth tenth, but McFadden may be serviceable, but he's not that for six I don't yeah. I wouldn't trust that for six games. Yeah, like I said. And you're also losing a your you're losing a pick because he's not gonna be you're not gonna use him ever again. You pretty much drop him once Elliot comes back. Yeah. But same thing with D'Angelo Williams last year, and I wound up picking him in the sixth, I think. Yeah, you, well, you had to. Yeah, but, I mean, he's he's a monster, though, when he covers for Bell. Yeah, I can't believe he's still not on a team. He'll he'll be give, – give injuries. Yeah. Give him injuries. He'll be there. Um, all right, a couple more. I have, uh, like, one or two. Um, the one running back I really want to talk about, probably the last – Yes. My last one is uh, Carlos Hyde. Okay. Um, he had nine ten-point games and above, three twenty-point games and above, no thirty, but uh, average uh, seven point seven three points per touch. About what you expect now, for a really bad, like for a running back on a really bad. Well, team. that's what I'm saying. Like now they have Shanahan. Uh, like, as much as you guys shit on Hoyer, you have a better quarterback. They also have Carson. Carson. Look, I'm with you. Uh, so I think having like if you can get like Carlos Hyde as your number two running back, I would be fucking up. I over the fucking moon to have him as my number two. Yeah, I mean, if he if he is in the fourth round, you pick him. First pick, second, whatever. If he's in the or fourth, even third, third round, I, I would pick him in the third. But I think he can fall to the fourth. I th- not late fourth though. I don't think I, think, I see him I falling to the fourth. But yeah, if I'm in the end of the third, I'm picking him. Especially if I've only have one running back at the time. Like you said, I love Carlos as my second running back. I feel very yeah. good. About that, I'd feel so confident, like having like. They, imagine if you had who like, else, yeah, who else is on the? I don't even know any of their other running backs. There's, there's nobody. And he's exactly. shown he so, yeah. has the talent. He was injured yeah. last. Like he's he has yeah. the injury problem, but he has the talent. And Shanahan is just always gives you somebody. Beast yeah. from the running and, back position. And actually, like can maybe throw the ball this year. Yeah, no, I really I didn't like Hyde as I didn't like Hyde much last year because the offense was just so bad. Um but I really like Hyde this year. I'm I'm down with him. I think yeah. I think I, I don't have any doubt in my mind that he'll end up being a top twelve running back. Yeah. I I'm I'm with you. I mean I was down on him last year and I'm now I'm hoping people are continuing to stay down because I'll take him in a heartbeat for number two. Running back. Uh, any any other guys you want to bring up that are on this list? Uh, uh, I mean, Ty Montgomery. It's like I've been fascinated with him ever since the last, second half of last season. Um, what do you have? He had like point nine eight in like half the season. He had five games above ten. Yeah, yeah. That like obviously, like he was just. I mean, he was like I said, he only had one above twenty, so he's not going to like go off for, you know, a ridiculous like, you know, two touchdowns, 150 yards or whatever. Well, but maybe he will. He, I think he'd be a very serviceable 2-3 flex guy. Yeah, and he's gonna, and they're gonna line him up wide and they're gonna yeah. do different things with him. So, I'd say he definitely got helped by the PPR. What does it, what does it matter how he gets his touches if he gets his touches? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, five cat, like, think six catches... In a game, he's as a game, you know, or he's moving half yards, yeah. or max three points, and he's you know, plus the yards. Yeah, and he's not gonna. And if as a starting running back, he's probably 
he's going to get you four more points on rushing yards on an off day. So it's you usually don't have a a middling receiver that gets you forty rushing yards. So it's just somebody who's going to get you some valuable points. Is he going to be a top five guy? No, but no. He's I he's, I think he's definitely going to give you. He's definitely going to be a reliable starter. He's definitely climbing up like like my boys. Yeah, he, I just like that he's going to get touches no matter what. Like even yeah. if somebody. Even if somebody does take away some of his carries, he's he's a cog in the offense that they're going to use because they like his talent. They also they went on fire last year towards there. I mean, Aaron Rodgers played out of his mind, obviously, but I think Montgomery helped a little bit. It's not hard to see him do that again because they have such a good, potent offense with a great quarterback. I mean, for me, this list, I kind of just... It also confirmed, like, you know, Duke Johnson, he's going to be a solid flex player. Theo Riddick... Eh. Not guys that aren't going to blow your socks don't, off. Don't hate on Duke. Well, but, well let, let me see Duke have a good three-game stretch in his career, oh, and he'll be fine. Wait. Well, that, I'm not even asking for a good season or a good half a season. I want to see him have good three three good games in a row before we say anything about him. All right, how about this? You want to do this? I mean, but look where the yes, I want to do Tevin Coleman. Will have more points than Duke Johnson. Yes, I do. No, no, we can't do just that. <laughs> because last year, Tevin Coleman had 175.6 points in our okay. league. Right? Duke had 117. Okay, so you got me by, as of right now, 60. almost 60. I want Duke plus 20. Sure. Put that shit on the board. Put it on the board. I got Duke plus 20. I got Duke plus 20. I like it. Also, you know... What, what golden tape bet can we make again this year? Because... Uh, I'm just like you could say like any you could challenge me anything with Golden Tate and I just want to stick up for him. He's uh, my weak spot. Know. Stafford just looks for him. Too. He's my favorite like, NFL player. I don't even think it's close. He's my favorite NFL player, and it's not even close. <laughs> I like Tate more than I like Beckham, and I'm a Giants fan. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> I love Golden Tate. That guy's the best. Uh, all right. Let's see. Brian, any uh, wrap up, wrapping up thoughts from you? No, no, no. I was going to mention Hyde, too, um, before Anthony did. I just Yeah, that, yeah, that was a good, good thing that we overlooked earlier. And look, based on your points per touch, it's he's a little below average, but at this point for, per touch, it could be a little flawed, and he has a banged-up foot all season. But uh, I'd just the offense he's going to be in with Shanahan. I don't know. He's definitely a, a guy who you could who has second round potential. Yeah, I would say I could see him sneaking into being an RB, like a low RB one. But um, like I said, like I don't know if we, I don't know if we said this enough, but this definitely favors the PPR touchdown guys as opposed to the yeah, every down yeah, guys. Yeah. So like, yeah. So if you see when you see David Johnson, Ezekiel Elliott, Lashawn McCoy with like. Point nine, point eight. Uh, Devonta Freeman with point nine. Even Demarco Murray with point seven, as in every down back. That's still really good. And it, when you yeah. and when you get the PPR guys with point nine that aren't every down guys, like all right, this this is a solid flex guy. Also for the top forty, the two lowest were Rashad Jennings and um, Todd Gurley. If anybody's interested, both at point five six or point five. Uh, 
Yeah. 0.56 yards per touch is. It's very interesting. I, like, I mean, I don't know what to make out of it. Besides the, the Rams offense was dog shit, I guess. Yeah, so was the Giants running game. Like, he's yeah. going to hope but that, go that like, Rashad no. Jennings number puts you a little bit of a window into the soul of Perkins is falling down my list. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking that. I too. don't, I just don't see much. Uh, like, that, that like, run gets stuck. Uh, so it's much. not even necessarily him. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just you have no room behind that line. And like, I mean, I know Miles Garrett is supposed to is looking like amazing, and he was the number one pick for a reason, and he's you know like, huge and extremely fast and explosive. But I mean, he just tore up Eric Flowers every play. Like they could have probably called. Eric Flowers are holding probably seventy percent of the time. Yeah, but isn't Eric Flowers terrible? Yeah. Yes, but I'm. Uh, that's why. I yes, he's like, terrible. It's an and he's the it's left guard. <laughs> I mean, left tackle. Oh, oh, yeah. So no yeah. left guard. You guys tackle. Left tackle. You guys yeah. are like. Yeah. So like that's I'm I'm worried about Eli. I'm I'm worried about a bunch of the Giants besides Odell. Me too. Because Odell will get his no matter what. Yeah, I, I think um, Brandon Marshall will be pop- propped up by touchdowns. That's what saying. If the defense is as elite as everyone thinks it should be besides Anthony because he's a you know a hater and a loser what um, I drafted him in like a whole mock drafts yeah okay um, and like they get <laughs> short fields and Brandon Marshall just dominates the red zone like he usually does I can see that you know I can see that happening but yeah that running game is going to be rough Sh- certain Shepard's dropping down like I mean I don't know Shane Vereen is not even on any list not a lot of giants you want to draft this year Although Shane Vereen is a good player for the team if he's healthy, yeah, I I think Ingram's still going to be good because they looked at their tight end a lot last year, and all their tight ends were terrible. Yeah, like I mean, what? How many passes did Ty drop? How many passes that other guy dropped? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah Ingram's Don, Ingram's Don, Donald, whatever. You know, but there's not too many giants besides Ingram. It's like, it's like Ingram, ODB, and Marshall, and uh, you're only and doing Perkins because he's going to get carried. Yeah, and, and that's, you're not doing because you think he's going to light it up. You're doing it because of volume. Yeah. When you when you draft Perkins, you die a little inside. It's not. It's not fun. Uh, I mean, I don't. I won't go that far. But, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, like, he, like, I can see him being oh. a bench guy. Like, like if you get an RB one, like a the team starting running back on your bench because. Like he's not going to score that many points. That's still decent because if you put a, plug him in one week, he may score a couple touchdowns. You know who's not on this points for touch list, but is moving up a little bit in my book is uh, Rawls. Well, because he is being drafted well, so low in every mock draft I do. Like he's like I'm not sure if he's going to be able to stay healthy, well, but he's did, definitely being so underrated compared to last. Yeah, year. but John, if you get him for a tenth pick, then what oh, are you exactly. wasting? Like, I'm happily. Well, the reason why he's on the list is because it was the top 41 of last year in total points, and then John went from there. So Rawls wasn't top 41. Yeah, I know that. Because he was hurt. Right, I, mean, I, mean, I he was just saying this. But, but I, I he's, will He's got a surprise. Yeah, well, I'm just explaining why he's not on the list. Um, no, I, I agree. I think Lacey is being completely overdrafted. Um, I, I, I wouldn't want Lacey. And I, I, yeah, and I would not want Lacey. And yeah, because you look, he, Lacey in the... Sixth or Rawls in the eleventh, like 
I'll take yeah, the chance on one. I mean, also, Procise has been hurt and banged up already in camp, too, so he's dropping. Like, I mean, I wouldn't feel excited about drafting him either. But if I had to pick one, it's Rolls. Yep, same here. Yeah, same here. So, all right. Uh, I think that's pretty much it for now. We're gonna, we'll post this on the, uh, as John said before, on the... Uh, the website. Yeah, so yeah, we'll post the list on the website probably a couple days after we post this uh, podcast on iTunes and also Stitcher now and probably Google Play Music, although I've not been able to search for it at all. So It takes some time. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Stitcher, I, I had to su- sign into our portal partner account. I, like when I search it, it's all just fancy contact lenses. Also, how many people need fancy contact lenses? Where when I search fancy lens, I know it's all unbelievable. It's all like freaking like medieval. Honestly, lens I didn't shit. think of that when I thought of the name. I didn't think we'd be boxed out by fantasy contact lenses. Well, because we're normal people who don't need fantasy lenses, <laughs> like idiots. First off, Anthony, how many how many Renaissance fairs have you been to? One. How many times have you been to medieval times? Three times. How many, how many times have you gone to axe throwing? Wow, you guys places? know all these things. Oh, axe throwing? I know. I know. Oh, awesome. I mean, I'm 010 zero, on those I questions. I'm zero. Just, just came zero back from Montreal, and we went axe throwing in this place called Rage, which was awesome. And uh, we did like uh, 10 rounds with me and all my friends. Yo, and I ended up just buying oh. axe in his stump. Like, No, it, it was fun. It was really fun to have like the target like practice and like basically... Like, it was basically it was like it was like bowling, but with axe throwing. Yeah. Two throws per round. Well, how expensive? And, um, it? My my bugaboo is the expense. It was like twenty bucks per person, and we we spent like two hours there. An yeah, hour and a half. I that's guess that's fun. not terrible. So, and, and beer? They, no, 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 no. They will not. That's my if problem. You, they, bowling, you're allowed to because, drink. Yeah, because you're not throwing a blade at someone. Yeah, but you're not standing in. You're not. Yeah, bowling ball. You could hurt somebody with a bowling ball. You're not standing in front of the. You could hurt someone with a bowling ball. You can't like by accident let go of the axe and just kill someone. Uh, You could uh, get your finger stuck in a ball, and instead of throwing it, you could. Yeah, you could make a bet with um, a connected person during a bowling game, and mobsters could put your hand in the ball return and chop your hand off. And then you have to try to redeem yourself by befriending an Amish guy and having him win a bowling tournament. But then he craps out of the tournament, and then you have to do it yourself with your rubber hands. And Bill Murray beats you. Look, we all love that movie. (laughs) Okay? That's an underappreciated movie. movie. But look, once we got the lighter speed axes... I was hitting the, the center of the target every fucking time. You would time. be the lighter speed. You, 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 you would be the lighter speed. Oh, uh, yeah, speed yeah, yeah little awesome. speed, little light speed, man. And when we we bet um, 20 Canadian bucks per person. So, like, five American dollars? That's not that. Just, <laughs> you know, we, I know we made fun of Canadian money all the time. <laughs> but, uh, so it was, like, eight times 20, and I ended up winning on the last throw to beat out so uh, won, like, the, the Bachelor. What? What a dick. You, you won the Bachelor? What? You won the bad show? Nice. Yeah. You got the final rose? Um, but it was fun. Montreal was fun. Axe throwing was fun. Also, Brian, you know what game we haven't played in a long time that I've stumped. randomly got a hanker? Yeah, exactly. I want to play Stump. So I played badly. Stump uh, earlier this summer. What? Yeah, at Firefly. There was a group of people playing Stump, and I was like, yo, let me get on that Stump. <laughs> and they played the same exact rules. I think Stump's like a universal rules game, which is great. Well, actually, I saw another Stump opportunity i was at 
um, mm. BB&T in Camden for a concert and there were guys playing Stump and they were teaching these girls and trying to like be cool about it but they didn't play with any of the under the legs or behind the back and it's like if you're trying to impress girls what? and you don't even yeah. have the two coolest rules of Stump <laughs> I'm going to impress girls by doing the most fundamental way yeah. of playing this game with no flair you always go under the legs or behind the back you don't just do the normal flip unless you think I'm you're gonna, one uh, hit away uh, yeah, under the leg is not even that hard. No, it isn't. Neither is behind the back. Neither yeah. one is very hard if you have any type of coordination. Yeah, I mean, if you're a little drunk, you might hit yourself in the face, but that's a risk you gotta take. Yeah, but it's not uh, like throwing a bowling ball. You're not gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, um, yeah, so go play Stump. Go find out what Stump is. Go play it. <laughs> uh, find us on iTunes. Search Fantasy Lens. If you can, find us on Stitcher and Google Play Music. We should be up very soon by the time this episode is posted, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, go to fantasylens.wordpress.com where you will find this glorious chart I spent work time doing instead of working. And uh, subscribe to us on all these things and go to fantasy underscore lens at, on Twitter. Yeah, ask us questions. And yeah. Stuff like and that. email us. Retweet us, everything. Yeah, exactly. We're so, looking about thinking about doing... Possible giveaways in the future. Oh yeah. Uh, if you if you have free stuff to that, give us, that, we'll give it about? away. Why are we doing giveaways? Listen, if people want to give us free stuff to raffle off, we will. We're gonna do. We'll get. Look, calm down. Over what there. are we gonna do with giveaways? We don't even have a, uh, like a real product. We're gonna have giveaways. We'll think of something. But look, it's gonna it's gonna happen. It's gonna materialize. Just yeah, show sure. it. Right. Just put it on your it. put it on your vision. Well, Mel, yes, snow cone. That's what? That seems much harder than doing retweets for giveaways. To be honest. Well, that's yeah. the giveaway. It's terrible. The snow cone. So just you don't like snow we're cones. Gonna email, we're just going right. to email people. Uh, I mean, mail people water. All right, so well, Brian's not the idea. Put man. it on. Uh, so put it on black ice. Or dry put ice. Dry ice. ice. Put it on black ice. I see. I see how it is. I meant dry, dry ice. ice. <laughs> I got uh, black yeah. ice and dry ice mixed up. Yep. Wow. You, you saying it's gonna be like ashy ice? Or That's I, I knew something. I knew somebody was gonna say ashy. But yeah, uh, put it on ashy no, ice. I get really ashy too. So. Yeah, I think it's time for I think it's time for us to go. I think we we got a lot in our time. All right, we hit the problematic button a little bit too hard at the end. Yep. See you guys. Uh, see you next week.